Welcome to Off the Screen, podcast all about basketball. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We got to sit back, guys. We got to sit back. Ooh, feels good. Yeah. Feels this good. Is, this is our first guest episode because he's, you know, not, not a full-time off the screen guy. No, no, this is our first this is our first uh sit is back episode. Our first sit is back episode. Back episode. And it's still our first guest uh episode though. Yeah, so uh we got Victor here. Victor say what's up. Oh, what's up guys? And it was perfectly fitting to get the two of them because Sid is a Heat fan, Victor's a Harden fan and a Rockets fan and there's kind of just been a lot of talk between the two but before we get into that I just want to say hi guys how you been Sid we, we haven't heard from you on here in about two weeks Victor no one's ever met you so you can do a little introduction if you want <laughs> and then Mike just just go ahead guys like, how you been like do I tell him like uh, like do I give a like a bio like what school I go to where I'm from or sure you could do what you want whatever so... information you're comfortable sharing all right my name is Victor. Uh, I go to the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth. I'm a health, si- health science major. Uh, my favorite basketball teams are the Rockets, the Celtics, and the Spurs. Good picks. I respect yeah. the Spurs. Thank you. I thought you were a Blazers yeah. fan too. Nah, I'm a I'm a Dame, I'm a Damian Lillard fan actually. I like. Oh, Damian who isn't? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except the, except the except the Westbrook fans. They don't like Damian. Yeah, because I respect by, by them. I respect, I respect game. game. Fair, fair, fair. I like them both. All pretty right. good, pretty good. So, guys, uh, Mike, Mike, how's your week been? You've been doing a lot of writing. Uh, you're, the, rough, man. you're the only one that's not finished the finals, right? Because Sid, yeah, it, no. Oh no, Sid, you're not done either. No, my finals up until the 18th. Oh next shit! Week. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Wait, same though, but like I started this week. <laughs> Oh, no, no yeah, mine starts tomorrow, next tomorrow week also. Final. Yeah, I finished on okay. Monday. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Tuesday, but my teacher, like, opened the final 24 hours ahead and was like, just do it anytime between now and then. You have two hours to get it done. Oh, that's dope. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What final did you guys take? Calc. Calc. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. I'm, I have an economic final tomorrow. I only took two finals so far. Yeah, two finals, that's it. I only had a final for Calc. I... I only have one real final. Everyone else is just doing like final papers, which right. here's the thing though. Normally one class decides to do a paper. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I don't have to do that crunch time studying, mm-hmm. but like all but one class decided to do that. And now I'm like, dude, these too many papers for me to write. It's cause it's online. <laughs> these teachers don't want to have to like sit here and proctor you and shit. So they, I guess they just give you papers. Luckily, oh yeah. I can't write a paper like, about math. <laughs> like five pages of writing like a day from now like first day december 10th till first day december 17th yeah that's so awesome. hopefully by by the time we record this podcast next week i'm done with this semester that's good that's good we'll see and then that's just in time to get basketball back right yes sir yeah so sid, sid how you been since 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 your hiatus oh the hiatus was crazy i don't i think this has been the busiest portion of the semester for me by far yeah i guess you jumped uh, out research, the right time. yeah my research project <laughs> took off um i had like exams this week and now i have like a two-day break today and tomorrow and then next week i have uh, exams again so it definitely was like pretty crazy and i needed the break but 
it feels good it feels good to be back for this episode it's good <laughs> yeah for sure Do, doing that old school intro felt felt different like having you to say that third part was uh, brought back memories of two weeks ago <laughs> so um for those of you guys victor we met through fantasy actually because victor's a friend of one of my friends who was supposed to be in our league last year and he missed the draft date because he was at work and at the time we didn't know that you can just leave auto draft and join early or whatever so he's like hey can i have a friend come and we we're like yeah so we added victor and then james just never showed up <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah but he's in now and then that's how we met and then i don't think i ever gave background on how i met you guys either like so sid sid and i went to middle school together sid and i've been friends for the past what seven years eight years yeah something like that and then mike i met freshman year at a like a summer camp for engineers oh yeah it was your it was your freshman you're yeah. forgetting i'm a year ahead but yeah yeah you're ahead but camp. only a month older <laughs> <That's so annoying>. <laughs> <laughs> wait michael you're a senior yeah i had no idea this is my michael, second to last semester at oh MIU. my god wow you about to you graduate, bro. You're old. I go, I go to NYU. <laughs> NYU? Oh, wow. He's not yeah. old. He's what are you studying? <laughs> hmm? What are you studying? I'm a, a political science major and history minor. Okay. I got it. I went to school as a history major, but I couldn't do history no more. Yeah. True, true. Uh, I'm doing One computer second. science. I mean, sorry, computer engineering. <laughs> I don't know how I messed up. <laughs> oh, because you said political science. That's where I messed up. I mean, uh, I I signed up for NYU as a computer science major, and then went like, just went a uh, one eighty basically. Right. Other science. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into basketball. Yeah. So, this past week has been wild. I don't know. Did we end up talking about how James Harden didn't show up to practice at the last? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Well, in but, case anyone and, missed it, I mean, it this anyway. week has been James Harden. Exactly. This yeah. week is all Harden news. So, uh, last week, or early this week, I think. Actually, I think we never talked about it because I think it started around Sunday. Uh, Harden didn't show up for training camp, and everyone else was showing up, and everything was fine. Also, Westbrook showed up to to the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Westbrook showed up two <laughs> hours two early. Hours. The camp. <laughs> that man John Wall showed up to the Rockets. Like, mm -hmm. yep, and they're committed. Harden didn't show up, so during media day, they're like, they're talking to the coach. They're like, "Hey, uh, how committed is James Harden this year? Like, do you guys know?" And Coach Silas, Silas, however you pronounce it, they're like, "Oh, he he says uh, you'd have to ask James about that when he gets here." He didn't show up that day or the next day, and he still hasn't reported to practice. But like, they say it's been five five days now. Yeah, about yeah, he still hasn't shown up. But I think he's in Houston now. So they yeah, say they, yeah, they just I got the notification that was in Houston. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they said that um they were confident in him coming back to the practice, and John Wall was like, "Hey, I talked to James." We're good, bro. He's gonna he's gonna show up. Like we're gonna we're gonna get this thing done this year, and the whole time that he was gone, like before the practice started and everything, there were videos of him, pictures of him. He was at like little baby's birthday party. 
he yep, was going from like strip club, club to strip club <laughs> as he does yeah bro was partying yeah no mask which no on. mask none of that mm. no, i have not seen a single picture of him in a mask <laughs> <laughs> yo just... last time i remember seeing him in a mask was when we were talking about like that blue light the blue light ladder blue... one <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was wild he just he he said he didn't even know he's like it just looked cool <laughs> but yeah um he he's out and about like during covid and everything which is really fucking irresponsible yo i i saw this meme right so james harden was uh watching the last dance mm-hmm. and then he got inspired by the scotty uh, not the scotty pit dennis rodman clip go partying like I think it was at Vegas at one point, right? Yeah, it was at like, Vegas the whole time. Like, yeah. No, he was he, he went to like two cities to party. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. The last one the last one was Vegas. I was just like, the fuck man? Yeah, that man was going all out. He had drinks, probably drugs, hoes. <laughs> he was just he was just doing it all like gambling. He Holes. he went through everything you could do. But um, like bros living in twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. I don't know. It's really, it's really weird, the situation because John Wall is like Harden's gonna show up, and Harden is like, I want to get traded. <laughs> That's what, what was like, it now? Now it's Philly. Okay, so right now the Philly, list Philly, is Philly, like Milwaukee. the list right now is oh, yeah. the Nets, Philly, Milwaukee, and Miami. Ooh. He said he wants to go to a contender, and for some reason he's only named teams in the East. <laughs> Yo, because he knows the East is actually no. I don't know if the East is that much easier, but like, but he could finally say he made it to the finals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to the oh. conference finals. He's made it to the conference finals. They just oh, okay. they just lost three two. <laughs> Up three two. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure they want to forget that the that that, that series, series ever happened. Yeah, yeah, I would too, <laughs> especially with that last game. But um, yeah, he's trying to go to one of those contending teams. And those are the ones he listed. So first off, Victor, I want to hear from you, being the Harden fan of the call and the Rockets fan. Or probably, oh. are you just a Rockets fan because you're a Harden fan, or do you like the Rockets as a honestly, team? Honestly, I always like the Rockets because you know I I love Tracy McGrady. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. He so was a Raptor. I, I can respect say, that. Yeah, he was a Raptor. <laughs> he was a Raptors fan. I mean, I just like Tracy McGrady. I didn't start watching basketball until like I'm gonna say 2006, 2007. I didn't start watching basketball until 2007, so I saw Tracy McGrady, and I was like, yo, this guy's actually pretty cool, so why not be a fan of him? Yeah. and mm-hmm. He's a good pick. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, but then again, I noticed, like, I, I didn't know, I guess, like, until recently, I just knew about, like, this guy really, he really struggled throughout in the playoffs, because, mind you, he didn't, like, win a, he didn't win a series at all. Mm-hmm. T-Mac? Which, that's, yeah, T-Mac, he never won a series, if I'm not mistaken. What? Oh yeah, because he was gone by the time by the time the Raptors won it. That was like the year after he left or something like that. Yeah, and like he wanted to pair up with Grant Hill in Orlando, but Grant Hill was injured. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize like, that happened. And Houston, and like he was in either like he like he came up short or like he was injured. So with Yao Ming too. So yeah, he didn't if I really remember have any playoff luck. With a T-Mac, he was an amazing player, all-time great scorer, but he would get hurt. So, like, right. when I say all-time great uh, scorer, like, the talent level was there, 
Yeah. It's just like because he was hurt, like it just didn't pan out that way. Yeah, like to put it in perspective, right. like Kobe said that like he, when he guards him, Kobe was like, "Oh, he can do everything I do except he's like half of a taller." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. yeah. Some high praise. Yeah. For real. Yeah, you're right. Tracy McGrady has never made it out of the first round of the playoffs. That's yep. really insane to think. Oh my gosh. And everyone's everyone's messing with like Westbrook. Right? <laughs> right. Oi. No, what Yikes. was worse was when someone said, what was it this year? Somebody was like, Oh, this is gonna be the first time that Russ gets OKC out of the first round, maybe. <laughs> They're saying it could be the first time that Russ gets OKC out of the first round because he was playing so bad that OKC was coming back from the series. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. I think honestly if Westbrook was playing that whole series, the Dundas would have swept the Rockets. That's cap. No, Westbrook was coming off of injury. I, yeah, that's true. That's true, but then again, he still wasn't like playing well. I mean like he wasn't he wasn't scoring very well. He was taking bad takes. I feel like he wasn't really helping the Rockets at all. Cause mind you, James Harden was getting it done all by himself before Westbrook came back in that series. Oh, he's been doing that for like five years now. I mean, he's been doing it. Hey, let's not discount true. my boy Chris Paul. That's no, true. Chris, no, Chris, no, no, okay, that, Chris Paul was doing uh, his thing. Chris Paul was doing his thing. But it's James, James Harden's. Line. It's James Harden's game, though. Wait, wait, Chris hold on, Paul hold on. Wait, doing yeah. the best. Though. I want to. I want to. I wanted to clarify, Sid. When you say let's not discount Chris Paul, are you talking about? Chris Paul on OKC or Chris Paul on the Rockets? Oh, good point. Good point. Because I was talking about him in the Rockets. I was like, yeah, because no, I'm, I'm assuming you're yeah, you're yeah. saying that like Harden didn't do all the lifting when CP3 was there. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just just double check it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But it's just like the way Harden plays. It's like he's dominating the ball, and then. When the when it's the last four seconds in the shot clock and he doesn't have a shot, he'll pass it to you. And CP3 excelled at that. Yeah, right. it's it's five out. They're either gonna take the shot like super early in the shot clock, or Harden's gonna ISO and then pass it if he can't find an open look. And, and CP3 like did really well on that, but it's like it's stifling towards like his play style, definitely towards uh, Russell Westbrook. But like, uh, but like uh, CP3 kind of made it work. Did not work with, with Westbrook. Right. Well, that's what Westbrook was saying. Why, like, or I think uh, Beal, they were interviewing Beal. He was saying he's really excited to play with Russ because um, it's like Russ is a proper point guard. Like, he wants to have the ball in, the hand, in his hands, initiate the plays and stuff. And Beal is really like a true shooting guard, but he ended up having to take over the role of pl- primary playmaker just because... And nobody else on the Wizards had the had the juice like that. <laughs> like he was the only he he, he was the best <laughs> no, player. Not only was he the only playmaker, he's the only one scoring, the only one doing anything. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. like he's a one man team, and the rest is like your bodies. Yeah, but I like the Wizards now. <laughs> like I feel like with with Russ yeah, yeah, with Russ with Beal, Bertans is back, and they gave that man just like the the green light. To shoot it because like the Spurs weren't giving him all that much play Actually, time. Have a true point guard. Yeah, exactly. So I think they they have a solid base. And uh, Victor, how do you feel about John Wall being on the team? How do you feel about getting rid of Westbrook for honestly, Wall? Honestly, 
I'm a big I'm a I like John Wall's game, and I think him and Harden will actually work. Just like remember how like, a couple years ago everyone was saying uh, Chris Paul and Harden want to work out. Yeah. Mhm. And mind you, John Wall like he just needs like his 20, 20 points, ten assists. He's gonna do everything, but but the only problem is like I don't know. We don't know if John Wall is gonna be athletic again. Probably not because of that Achilles injury. Yeah, like but as fast I'm as he was. Sure, you... What do you say? You mean like as fast as he was and everything? Yeah, as fast as he was. Yeah, definitely. But that's still not. That's not a take away from his from his playmaking ability because that's never gonna. That injury is never gonna take that away. Mm-hmm. So like, honestly, I I'm pretty sure he's been working with Gilbert Arenas, right? I think so. In the off season. I think so, so definitely yeah, that's. Trading with uh, Gilbert Arenas, that's actually pretty good because Gilbert Arenas was he was a he was a great point guard. All right, but Vic, here's here's the reason I I wasn't the Chris Paul thing. Chris Paul could actually shoot the three, like that. Right, the, facts. Like he had a high usage too, but like at least he could shoot. John Wall cannot. He's not that good of a of of a shooter. He doesn't really space the floor that well. He's a great playmaker, but like mm-hmm. he doesn't have that shot. Uh, that that same shot that he has with uh the that Chris Paul has. So right. I don't think it's gonna work out because. Just the way the Rockets play, like through Harden, through the ISO, he basically puts you up for a spot up uh, three or spot up. Uh, yeah, it's basically a three. It's never a two. It's the Rockets. Yeah. Um, it, well, it, it's a two only if it's at the basket. <laughs> True, but then again, don't forget, this is a whole new coaching system too. Yeah, exactly. Because that was my yeah, question. Because uh, you were like, John Wall's playmaking is really good. Like, yeah, that's true. But I'm like, how much playmaking is he going to do if Harden's going to run the, the ball and everything? But like with D'Antoni and Daryl Morey gone, like, we'll, we'll see how that ends up working out. But let's Mind talk you, about... Got, like Christian Woods, too. And... That was oh, a great pick one. Yeah. That was beautiful. That's, Christian Woods and Boogie. Right there. And Boogie's a good piece. If he can be healthy. I also think the Rockets could be, it could be, I'm going to say, a 4, 5, 6 seed team. Are you assuming with Harden? Yeah, with Harden, if he's playing. He definitely can. Of course with Harden. Okay, we're going to assume that What do you think think they're going to get, like, what was the trade? Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero? Or, um, that'd be absurd. Or uh, Kyrie Kyrie. Irving and, like, LeVert? Honestly... I don't know what the Rockets' owner, how he expects the, the Nets to give up Kyrie or uh, Kevin Durant. That's not going to happen. They're, they, they're not going to get... Wait, those pieces, let's just get this straight. If, right. if you had to give up uh, Kyrie and KD, who y'all picking? I hope you're, you're, you're picking the right player. Kyrie. Like you, Kyrie, you, you, you have to give yeah, up Kyrie, yeah, right? Yeah, no, after I was just making sure. I wouldn't even have second thoughts of that. <laughs> right. As, and that's that's not to say I don't like Kyrie. I love Kyrie. I respect his game. The man is always injured, and yeah, like KD just came back from an Achilles, but like KD was also pretty much arguably the best player in the league when he did right. before he had the Achilles injury. So even if he comes back not himself, he's still probably like a top fifteen, top ten. True. Yeah. True. True. And but, all he, KD is not. He does like he can drive. He can do that. Yeah. But, like, 
dude's just a lethal scorer shooter. Like, who, who, yeah, who cares if he loses some athleticism? He'll just shoot it over you. Katie's mid-range. Yeah. He can shoot from, like, 40 feet out. <laughs> there's, there's nobody that's, like, near seven foot that can do that aside from him that I can think of off the top of my head. No, Katie will be fine. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, exactly. So, But I am worried about Tyler Hero. Yeah, hard, hard, <laughs> hard trade rumors. <laughs> hard trade Wait, rumors. wasn't it? Wasn't Tyler Hero like a top, like the ESPN, or I don't know who did it, like the ESPN top 100 players. Was he like, didn't they put him like up top 40? He was like 52. 52? Nah, yeah. 52. Like yeah, yeah. He was pretty up there. He really disrespected DeMar DeRozan. He, DeMar DeRozan was uh-huh. 84. Wait, over DeRozan? DeRozan was like yeah. 84. He dropped yeah, like 40 him. spots by, by averaging right. the same numbers on better efficiency. He dropped 40 spots. No. Like, I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I know you love Tyler Hero. No, 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 no. You love like, There's no, yeah, there's no comparison. Like, it was dude doesn't numbers. play defense. <laughs> like, he, he's, he's a great prospect for the future, but like, as of right now, he is not a top 50, top 60, like, top 100. Sure, there's a, I can't name 100 players in the NBA, but like, are <laughs> 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 we really going to put him over like DeMar? Like, no, no, no. Well, let's, everyone kind of just like like forgot that the Demar we talk about as an all star, and he still had all star <laughs> numbers. It's just he was in the West, so it was the really West fucking is bad. hard. Right. So Look, I will pull it up right now. Demar Derozan, this past season, averaged twenty two point one points, five point six ass- assists, and where the fuck is rebounds? Five point five rebounds. Twenty two okay. five and five. On that's good. 53% efficiency from the field. Great. That's I'll great. take it. Yeah. No, so he he was it was he had a great year. Uh better than last year. And last year he was literally 40 spots higher. <laughs> I mean, wasn't this ESPN the same one who last year ranked uh Zion higher than Clay Thompson? Or was that someone else? Zion's still high. Zion's like 19, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Zion's if one of the Zion best. Zion is healthy. I believe he can be a top 50 player. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm pretty sure this list healthy. was based on last season. So if this, this, bro- if this list yeah. was based on last season, why is Zion the 19th best player in the league? That's what we can talk about. This fucking ESPN list. This is the shitty list. What <laughs> <laughs> like, like just no. At least basketball, there's this thing where it's just like uh, you you can see talent, and like talent is like it's clear and obvious, right? Right. Like it's not football. Like there's like fifty, it's a fifty man roster or whatever. Like teams tank for that number one spot, and they expect that number one to like produce for them. Right. So it's not crazy to me that the number one overall rookie is ranked in the top one hundred. And there have been rookies who I could say fit in the top 20. Like LeBron, when he was a rookie, probably could fit in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Maybe top 30, like, to be safe. But, like, But 19, 19 games and you want to put Zion? Right, exactly. You can't put Zion there after <laughs> 19 games. And then there were some people, like, some people were, I don't know, those ranks were really wild. Like, Lonzo Ball got ranked super high. And by super high, I mean, like, 52. 50, 51 or something like that. <laughs> but, like, for Alonzo, that's fucking high. <laughs> that's such an inconsistent year. And don't get me wrong, when he was odd, he was great. But, like, the man averaged damn near a triple single. 
<laughs> you cannot put him that high up there. Putting some Draymond Green numbers up. Right. <laughs> right. But like, I don't know, man. I mean, Draymond Green's getting paid what? One his contract like was one eighty mil. Yeah, but Draymond is at least one of the best defenders in the league. Like Lonzo, they were talking about that. They're like, oh, Lonzo has better defense than this and this and that guy. I think it was like Lonzo's ranked higher than like D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell All plays right. defense. No, no, that, that that's what I'm saying. So they were saying that Lonzo's defense is what gets him ranked higher. Mm. Okay. Would you guys rank Lonzo yeah. Ball higher than D'Angelo Russell? I haven't concentrated on Lonzo Ball's defense like that. No, but right, so just as a who whole. was it? it? It was this old. As a uh, whole? Yes. No. Exactly. It, no, there was this Bulls player. I forgot if it, I. I don't even know. Zach Levine. I think it was Dribble. Zach Levine, is he the one who said it? Oh, who said what? We, we don't know what you're gonna say. Oh, yeah. Like it's um, I get paid for offense. Oh, who cares no, about it wasn't defense? Bulls. It no, was Bucks. No. It was uh, Jabari, Jabari Parker? Parker. It was Jabari Parker when he was on the Bucks. He said that. Yeah. So it was just like, to a certain extent, yeah, you're, no. he's right. No, and how you relevant is he now? Offense. Tell me what team he's on. Who? I I know a team, but tell me what team Jabari, Jabari Parker? Parker's on. Can you name that? Can I say it? I think I know. Let me let Mike guess first. All right. All right. <laughs> I have no idea. Right. I thought he was in the Bulls, but that makes me feel like I'm wrong. Like nope. he, he left. Sid, what team is he on? I think Atlanta Hawks. He's on the Kings. Right he, now? He was on the Hawks. He was part of that big four-team trade. But point is, he's oh, so irrelevant okay. that nobody knows what team he's on right now. <laughs> I don't know. He produced for me in fantasy last year. He that did. One week he did. No, the, the, that he Hawks run he had was decent, which is, I guess, why he became a trade piece. <laughs> yeah. The Hawks gave up Jabari Parker and got back Clint Capella. What you do in a heartbeat? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's no hesitation. Uh, what was the other one that was really high? Bam was really high, like number 13, but that was actually one of the most justifiable really high ratings that I've seen. Because Bam like was pretty jump, much yeah. like all defense level. Victor, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. We just kept going. Um, we, we we kept talking about Jabari Parker. So okay, okay, okay. notable mentions that what was it that people were talking about? Bam is higher than Booker, CP3. Um, they named a bunch of people. Ben Simmons and blah blah blah. They were naming people that Bam is ranked higher than, and they were upset about. The only person I'm upset that Bam was ranked higher than when I looked at the list of people that they named because I didn't see the full list because you have to pay I think to get like. 50 to yeah, 1. Yeah, ESPN Plus. Yeah, you can only get like 100 to 50 for free. But, uh, the only person that they listed that I was upset about was that Baum was ranked higher than Beal. That I don't necessarily agree with. I understand the argument. I feel like Bam is a very complete player. Mm. But with what Beal brings to the table, it's like he's he's one of, in my opinion, probably like a top five scorer in the league right now. I mean, wasn't he, like, number two? Probably top two. Three, oh, yeah, exactly. So so he scored the most points, but that's also on a bad team. But I think even on a good team, he can still produce at a super high level. Like, okay. he's, he's so top here's, three to me. I here's think. the thing about Beal, though. Mm -hmm. he, he, he's he been at an all-star level for, like, I don't know, for, like, the last, like, half decade. I don't know. But, like, yeah. what is, last year was, like, everyone's, like, got really high on Beal. How much of that is a is a... Beal is one of the best shooting guards in the league, or 
His team is so trash, he gets to take every shot. And I, has to do I was very high on Bill from before. It could be that his team is bad, but if, if, if we're being honest... No, but, like... but we're talking about, like, we're talking about, like... I'm not talking about, like, whether or not he's good or bad, but I'm talking about, like, superstar, like, top 20 level, like, that that type of thing. Like, top 15, because you're talking about Bam Adebayo at 13. Okay, so, as far as Bill goes, where would you rank him in a best shooting guard list? Like, number one is probably James Harden, I'm guessing. Right. And then, number yeah. two, who are you taking over Beal? Luka. Uh, Luka's a point guard, uh, technically. Yeah, you healthy Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay got injured yeah, twice. Yeah, healthy Clay Thompson. Clay got injured in both legs, like, really bad injuries. So, I feel like we should just leave him off the list because it's a two-year hiatus, at least, for All his right, career. Fine. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> no, because, okay. no, I'm saying, I'm saying because, because it's a two-year break. So, last year right. and this year. We, we, I'm in denial. I'm not saying he's not going to come back because, you know, I, we all want to see Clay succeed. But who are you putting over Beal after Harden? Is Luka a shooting guard? Luca is a point guard. Point guard? Who, yeah, okay. and then his first right. year, I think he was a small forward. Let me search up uh, some Devin Booker for the name. Oh, Devin, Devin, Devin Booker. Okay. I, I, I Devin don't Booker know if I would put him above, but like I'd debate that. Yeah, it, Devin the, Booker is yeah, the guy who you can kind of debate. CJ McCollum, Donovan Mitchell. CJ McCollum is not better than than Beal. Victor Oladipo, Chris Middleton. All right, Victor Oladipo's hurt. Middleton's but, a three. Um, Drew Holiday. No. no. Holiday, Zach no. Levine, Karis Levert. Um, Zach Levine, that's uh, that's that's debatable too. Over Beal, yeah. hell no. Over Beal, yeah, no, 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 no I'm, I'm not no, gonna. I'm not, I'm not saying he is, but that's still debatable. Levine is good, Honestly, but but Beal is is like I would a take Donovan. Class I would, from him. Uh, Donovan Mitchell versus Beal, I think is a good debate. Yeah, yeah, Donovan yeah, Mitchell yeah, is a reasonable I'll say, pick. No, I'll say probably say Donovan Mitchell is a better better shooting guard. Okay, and that is is definitely something that, that that's worth talking about. I'd say because Donovan Mitchell. He has he has he has decent defense and then he's he's a great scorer and like basically right. like every time that man touches the playoffs he's he's a beast. Right. So I understand picking Donovan Mitchell. But that just puts Beal at three. And with how long it took yeah. for you guys to find somebody to put it two over him, I doubt you're gonna find someone to put it three. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, right. To be fair, a lot of these players should be shooting guards but are point guards or something. Like actually okay. no. Jason Tatum. That's another person. Tatum, I Tatum is a four. Tatum's a forward, I thought. Tatum but he, can, but he plays Brown. both. He Tatum plays, plays both. three and four. He doesn't play two. Oh, wait, no. Brown plays two to three. Uh, Tatum. Okay. I, they're basically the same. I'm not, I'm not putting Jalen. Okay, I, I love Jalen Brown, and I love what he does on both four. sides. I love Jalen no, Brown and what he does on both sides of the floor. Beal's scoring no. is so potent that I would not put Jalen Brown over him. You can, also say, you can also say DeMar DeRozan, too. Over Beal? No. Nah. No. But you could say it. You could say it. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, because I'm a big, I'm a big Bradley Beal fan. Okay. But you can also put in DeMar DeRozan as a talk of, you know, as a, one of the top shooting guards in the league. Okay. I, I, yeah, one of the top shooting guards, but he doesn't come close to the Beal argument. Like, Beal averaged, what, yeah. 13 points higher? 30. Honestly, oh, br- he should have made, something... made the all-star team over Kyle Lowry. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Oi, yeah, I agree with that one too. <laughs> Sorry, I agree with it. I saw the physical pain you felt in that. It hurts, but I agree with it. But at the same time, I feel like 
Once Lowry, it, it sounds really stupid because why would you do this in an all-star game? But as soon as Lowry took that charge, it brought so much life to the game. <laughs> okay. It did, it did, it did. It, the it did, game had did. so much so, energy after I'm that. I'm like, like, Lowry it wouldn't be the same is, without him. Lowry is an amazing player, and the fact that he did so much for the all-star game made it, like, so much worth it. Mm -hmm. But objectively looking at it, like, beyond, if you weren't thinking of the all-star game, like, no one thought anyone was taking charges. Right. Yeah, no. It should have been Bradley Beal. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for all star purposes, for sure, because of scoring or whatever. Cause like, or just Beal. Beal is a great player. I think I see the argument for Lowry in that like Lowry, in my uh, like in my eyes, he should have had that all defense spot. Patrick Beverly, like, I think he was the one on the third team. I don't see him getting it over Lowry or Holiday. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And also, it's like, we lost Kawhi, and everyone's like, okay, you guys are going to fall off, and we had a better record. And that's Kyle Lowry being like... No, that's true. That's, that's yeah. true. Being that's a monster point guard. Kyle, Kyle Lowry's spot. No, but Kyle Lowry's important. But it's like, okay, Bradley... He's definitely an important piece on that team. The, the argument I was trying to make is, like, a lot of players are not, like... They're shooting guards, but they're, power, or they're listed as point guards. So, like, Luka Doncic, yeah. Kyrie... Where's my horse? Kyrie. Kyrie. Yes. <laughs> I think he's only uh, he's only had double digit assists like once yeah. or twice. Yeah. Like. yeah. Um Dude, I'm Jimmy excited Bullard to see be, like Trey Young. Oh yeah. I got him there. But Trey Young is a great three. playmaker. So Trey yeah, Young like, fits the a... one spot very well. He just shoots the ball cr like crazy. But he, but he's like a James Harden type of guy. Yeah, he does. I he guess. puts up similar numbers. Yeah, last year, especially in like fantasy stats, it was really, really similar. But he's a, he's more of a setup guy to me because it, it feels more like like he he, I don't know, is more willing to pass. Like other than I need to get the ball away now. <laughs> that could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. This year, this year is gonna be an interesting one though. That Hawks team. We've talked about them like two episodes in a row. This is like the third one. That Hawks team is gonna be great. <laughs> so I'm definitely gonna no. watch a lot of their games. I was actually saying the Hawks can make it to the playoffs, and I realized they have—they're really—they really have a lot—a lot of liabilities on defense. Um. Yeah. I mean, under under wing position, but uh, under uh, in in the inside, they're pretty good. I mean, okay, so here, here's they—they they got Capella and they got Chris Dunn. Yeah, Chris Dunn. Yeah, definitely, he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. Capella's a good defender. Capella's a good defender, but John Collins is not a great defender. Yeah, but they have Gallinari as their backup, so if they need more defense, but they can Gal swap him in. But Gallinari, he's not, he's not, Gallinari's a, not a defender, good. too. I mean, he's better than John Collins. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And uh, who else? Borbon, he's not a good defender. Wait, who? Borbon. Uh, uh, oh, Bogdan? Yeah. He, uh, Bogdan. Yeah, my bad. I think he's like average. Yeah, I, I honestly have not paid attention to Bogdan's defense. And then they got Chris Dunn to be their lockdown guard. And Chris Dunn has played like Wait. three, so he can lock up like one to three. That's true. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. Cameron uh, Reddish's uh, defense or uh, who's that other guy? Hunter, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, yeah, or Kevin Herter. I, I, like, I, I, all I those other guys they have, the young dudes. Yeah, very young squad. But then again, like. Honestly, I don't think the Magic's are going to make it to the playoffs. Maybe like the eighth and ninth or tenth seed. <laughs> the but Magic. they're not stealing any. They're not stealing any more one one uh games in the playoffs like they did like the last two years. The Magic have consistently been barely a forty win team. Consistently, right? 
And then, and like, yeah. they're stealing games at the first games in the playoffs, too, just to stink it up. The Magic the keeps scraping the seventh and eighth seed and winning game one in the playoffs and then getting the <laughs> next four right. handed to them. <laughs> I think it's no, they finally get, time they get for put them back in their place. They yeah. get put back in their place. That's what it is. It's finally right. time for them to be dethroned. And by dethroned, <laughs> I, I use the term throne very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> The throne of the seventh, eighth seed. Yeah, no, it's about time they get knocked off. Uh, that consisted to... like you're not terrible, but you're not good either, team. Right. Right. And it's like they keep drafting front court guys that are that are good. Which enough. I don't understand. I don't, who's this, bro? That magic team is just. So, I don't like. I don't like that magic team at all. I feel uh, like, like they're good for front court talent. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him props right. to that. Their their scouting team for front court talent. A, a, a one like I I can't name. There are only a handful of teams I might say might be better. Dude, Vucevic, like, Aaron Gordon, and Jonathan Isaac. That is crazy. Like that's how. Yeah, I know that's Isaac crazy. Is, Jonathan, Jonathan but not on the same team. Yeah. Like I think I had I think I had like all like two or three of them at. I had all three of them at some point during the season on fantasy last year. Nope. Mm. Nope. You never did because nope. I held on I to Jonathan Gold- Isaac for dear life. And then I mean, he I got, yeah. he got and, uh, and Gordon. I drafted Jonathan Isaac late as fuck, and he put up great numbers last year, and then got injured. But Vucevic was amazing. Yeah, of course, he's a walking double double. Vucevic needs to needs to play for like a proper team, so like his career doesn't feel like it goes to waste. Career doesn't. What he could be an all time. Honestly, I think the Magic. Yeah, the go it. I feel like the the Magic are really wasting that man's career, but I have. I have, I still have faith in uh, Markel Fultz. I really do. I do too. I do too. I don't think it's over for him. Yeah, but honestly, that Magic team. What, they saw DJ Augustine, right? Nope. DJ Augustine went mm-hmm. to the Bucks. Oh really? Wow, that's a good piece. Right. That's what I was saying. Mike was like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the full scheme of things, it's like, eh, whatever. Because the Milwaukee always had a good bench. They always had good role players. And they got rid of all their guards on the bench. <laughs> so they needed another one. Because <laughs> all they had was what? Drew and... Well, they were going to have Bogdan. <laughs> Bro, he fucked yeah. them all. Yo, you're going to get a tampering charge and fail to, t- to get the player they wanted. That's yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Not the move. But yeah, right. that was a huge, huge off-topic... Uh, we really yeah, yeah, really yeah. just went off and, and it was a good conversation though I'm not mad at it but uh, we gotta get back to James Harden <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all this started because we were talking about best shooting guards or whatever because of Harden or whatever and then we talked about Beal and then somehow ended up on the magic <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's how we feel about them coming into the playoffs it's right. like oh somehow they made it here oh they're there yeah exactly it's typical off the screen fashion but the Nets play, I don't know. I don't think it'd work. Sid, you were on the last episode when we had the Nets conversation, I think. Victor, how would you yeah. feel like uh, with, with Harden on the Nets? Actually, I don't know how that will work out. I really don't know. Right? Because, like, when we had, like, 
when like when uh West when uh Harden was like back in OKC, he was you know like he came off the bench, you know, he was giving he was giving the bench he was giving the bench points. Mm-hmm. And like and I guess he I don't like I don't know like was he ever like you know like catch and shoot player back in OKC? Was he? Uh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he was, was he? he was doing that. Yeah, he could do yeah. that. He was doing that. Yeah, cause I, I was telling people that like I'm pretty sure he was a catch and shoot player back in OKC, so like, it'll probably some definitely work out. But then again, like he has Mike D'Antoni as a you know like as the offensive coordinator of that team, so I think Mike D'Antoni is going to want him to handle the ball mostly. You think he he'd want to put over the ball Kyrie. in Harden over over Kyrie or Katie? Yeah, no, because mind you, Katie, he's he's bro, he, well, Katie, Katie just you know catch and shoot. Katie's the most lethal catch and shoot player on that team. Yeah, so I understand him. Well, I mean, Katie's the most lethal scorer. Period. Yeah, for right. sure. But like at the end of the day, I think uh, Kyrie and Harden are both like ridiculously good scorers too. But right. KD mm-hmm. is by far the best out of the three at catch and shoot. Right. I, I just don't... don't know how that would work out. I would like to see it happen because I would like to see James Harden win a ring because why not? I'll tell you how it works what? out. What do you say? I'll tell you how it works out, all right? Right. So you start the tip-off. They get the ball. You just have to throw another basketball into the game. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll be able to share it. <laughs> They'll be fine with that. As long as you have two basketballs in play at once. Yeah. Because my issue has nothing to do with KD, though. It has to do with Kyrie and Harden playing together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think anyone has an issue with KD. Like, yeah, KD can be a ball-dominant guy, but at the end of the day, KD strikes me as, like, a LeBron-type player. Except, like, LeBron is more of a playmaker, but the guy who, like, wants to play the game the right way. And he knows what's best for the team yeah how to literally the only person who's ever complained about kd handling the ball is draymond green right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and that's because draymond had that primary ball handling spot too like i mean yeah steph had the ball steph was the point guard but draymond ran the offense a lot for the golden state so that was him taking a little bit more of a backseat but yeah i don't know the nets I don't know a lot of people who were really super hyped about it. Like it, on paper. Not even KD sounded hyped. <laughs> on paper, it's one of the most stacked things you've ever heard. But like w- when you think about it in practice, it just sounds off. It sounds like an all-star team. Yeah. So we're gonna save the it Heat for last. Does. I wanna, I wanna just walk through all the other teams because we're gonna spend the most time talking about the Heat. Milwaukee. How you guys feel about him there? Like, what do you trade for Harden in Milwaukee? That's the confusing part. I mean, Honestly, all your picks for the next 10 years, Chris yeah, Middleton. <laughs> no, I don't want to keep Middleton. Chris Middleton. You think you can keep Chris Middleton and get James Harden? No, I don't think not. Because if I had to pick between getting rid of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton's bag is packed before they offer, <laughs> before they tell me those two. <laughs> There's no way. No, because I, I don't think the Rockets would want Chris Middleton, though. They would rather have picks if they lose James Harden. Well, you think they're like, going to get just Because what young player can they get in Milwaukee? They'll get Chris Middleton and the picks. They're not taking just Chris Middleton either. Right. Or they could probably take Bobby Portis too. What the fuck would they do with Bobby Portis? Wait. That's a nice pickup right there. Actually. Isn't Bobby Portis in New York? Nah, he's, uh, he's on the Bucks. Not anymore. Oh, okay. He's on the Bucks. But Bobby Portis is not 
James Harden trade material. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't definitely. They probably like they probably need like three players and a couple picks. I'm telling you, get one James of the Harden. they're probably gonna have to give up Middleton. They might even have to throw in like Middleton and DiVincenzo, or they're gonna have to do DiVincenzo and then and then like two more lesser players and like three more picks. Look at how much they right. gave up just for Drew Holiday. They gave up a yeah, ton of picks. True. Lol, if the they Pelicans knew, robbed them. Yeah. If only they knew that uh, they were in the contention to get James Harden, I'm sure that Drew Holiday trade would not have happened. <laughs> that was At least not as quickly. Very true. But at the same well, time, yeah, like, how does that work? Like, Giannis and Harden have beef. <laughs> That's something we haven't even touched on yet. <laughs> like they, oh, like Giannis beamed the ball to at Harden. Win? To win, they'll squash. I'm, at least Giannis will squash it. I don't know about Harden. Yeah, yeah. Giannis would definitely, like, like Giannis is the type There's... of dude who just cares about winning, I think. Like, I've been mentioning this. It seems like Harden has been driving away superstars. <laughs> like, it seems I like. Don't think so. yeah. I don't think Dwight so. Howard, CP3, Russell Dwight Westbrook. Howard, Dwight Howard was a bum after, after he left, like, <laughs> he was a bum. Uh, he, was, he was still putting up 20 and 10. He was productive with the Rockets. Harden goes through All Star partners like Kendall Jenner. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) But then again, you think about it, I don't really think the way that Chris Paul and James Harden fell off. I feel like the media tried to make it make it more bigger, make it more of a bigger deal than than it was. Yeah. But honestly, just I I, honestly I think it was just like. I think it might, it might have been with the coaching, too. Because, you know, like, how Mike D'Antoni wanted, that was, like, his golden boy, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think they just blew up the team way too fast. I think if this year they had kept Capella and they just kept that, like, Honestly, core, I don't know. I don't know. It would have still been pretty competitive. Capella. Kept Capella with, with Westbrook or with Chris Paul? Oh, no, with, like, Chris Paul. Like, if that okay. tr- Chris Paul trade just hadn't happened, like, this season. They still season, went to the Lakers. It would have still been something, though. It would have given. They would have still held on to a shot. I mean, what happened after that? You know what I mean? Like, like what did they, they what played did they better? This they year? played better in the regular season after they did that. Yeah, as soon as like, they traded Capello, they went on a big win streak. Like That's it's true. the thing. I, like it worked well for the regular season, and then it yeah, I don't think it translated to the playoffs like that. But well, mm-hmm. there, there's two ways to look at it. You can say it didn't translate to the playoffs, or you can see it as. Westbrook was injured going the into Lakers the playoffs, and he was recovering from COVID. Like, there were, there was a lot of stuff going on with Westbrook that made it an issue. You guys know it that— It seems hard and doesn't care about COVID, so— You, you know, you know, you know yeah. what's, what's, what's the craziest thing to me? Like, you guys know that in the, in the bubble, in the playoffs, the Rockets had the number one defense. Defense, that's true. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. The Rockets Which had the best crazy. defense in the playoffs. Crazy. It was huh. absurd how good they were at defending. And it was the offense that was struggling. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of what everyone says that's wrong with the Rockets usually. It's the defense was the best in the in the league or best I in the playoffs. Remember the two years ago? Like not this season, but the past season. Uh they were they were one of the top teams in, in defense. Mm-hmm. The season I before did, that, I did not know that. Uh well after they got rid of uh Carmelo, they were one. But the season before that, the one where they uh they went 0 for 27 for free. Yeah. They were right. – I don't remember if they were – I don't think they were top one, but they were a top five defense that year. Yeah, because mind you, they had like – they had Luke Bamute, whatever that guy name was. Luke Bamute. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. they had, really had good wings on that team. 
They That's actually cool. had a good team. And also, James Harden gets a decent amount of steals. That was what uh, Chris That's Paul true. was saying. Chris Paul was saying yeah. on I, I was watching actually, uh, last night, yesterday JJ Reddick released a podcast with Chris Paul, and I was mm-hmm. I, I was listening to it. I finished it today, because I like I started it late. But basically, he was saying they were talking about like that whole Rockets, uh, that that time that he he spent with them. And CP was like, dude, our defense was great. Like, when we were switching and we were doing this and this and that, like, yes, you ended up with mismatches in the paint, but he was saying, like, because you know that you're on a switch-heavy offense, like, you're hyper-aware of the mismatch and you're quicker to, like, send over help and stuff. So he was saying that. He's like, our defense was, was, was incredible that year. And he was saying how um, how the worst part about, like, the that playoffs is just that helplessness. Like he said, he got anxiety, went to the bathroom and threw up because he knew that they were going into like game six and seven and there was nothing he could do to impact that game. Oh yeah. Cause he had the hamstring. Wow. Injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was brutal. And then he looked over, I think it was game six. He said, he looked over, he's like, what's in that box. The dude was like, those are the, um, the shirts and hats that you guys get. If you end up, um, Winning the Western Me? Conference Finals, he's like, "Oh, I want to wear it." I think he said he put it on, and then he fucking he, ruined it. He had he to just give it away. It. He, he jinxed it, it. He jinxed it. <laughs> jinxed it for them. That was that was a sad oh, story. All right, oh. so we finally have an explanation for how he went oh for twenty seven. <laughs> jinxed it, yeah. I guess. Chris Paul jinxed them. Oh my gosh, I I love CP. I hate, I hate to I hate to hear all that. And, no, I think that's a that's a thing with like our generation of people like do you know anybody that hates cp3 that's roughly our age no nah, they're, they're all younger yeah they're all younger. if you're a rondo fan yeah, yeah, yeah i guess fan, yeah. i guess <laughs> like just just like uh, diehard rondo fans and like which it. mind you diehard celtics fan it's like all right, Rondo was nice when we had him. No, I, we, I, I, when, I know when we traded who, for him. I, I didn't feel that bad. I know people who I, love I felt more him. hurt when, when Ray Allen left. <laughs> like, yeah, like I know people who when love Rondo left. I was like, uh, and they were saying Rondo's like the best player in the in that in that Celtics championship year. I remember, I remember was saying like Rondo was what? the best point guard because he orchestrated the offense. That's what they were saying. It was like they're like they're okay. like there's no way he was he, a, he was. He, they could say he's the most important player, but there's no way you can say he was the best player. Yeah, uh, sorry. I, I I meant most important. Like, he had the most impact on that series. But, yeah. Uh, like, they, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Hold on. So, we did the Nets. We did the Bucks. Is there another team that we have to go over before, before the Heat? Philly. Philly. How do you guys Philly. feel about James Harden and Philly? Um, I mean, I don't think no. it'll happen. I think they're the least likely team. Really? Like, Daryl Morey is the GM? Daryl Morey loves James Harden. Because the Rockets, the Rockets want either Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Fit-wise, that means you get rid of Ben Simmons, who, if I were to build a team Does between it? Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, who do I pick? I pick Ben Simmons. Does it mean you get right. rid of Ben Simmons? You pick Ben Simmons. Does it mean you get rid of Ben Simmons over Embiid? Because fit-wise, why are you saying because Simmons likes to play point guard? I'm saying for James Harden and Seventy Sixers to to play better, you you get rid of Simmons. But if if I'm Why? a GM, huh? Why? Because because Simmons clogs up the floor. 
Yeah, no, I no, agree no, with that. Simmons, no, I keep if you're getting rid of Embiid, then s there's no one clogging the floor with Simmons. Yeah, so he can but you need, he, he can be but you need nah, nah, a nah, good nah, nah. center. Yeah, because you're gonna end up with the Rockets without Clint Capella. Dwight was a starting center all year. Huh? Dwight was a starting center all year with the Lakers. They have Dwight. Are you gonna say? Yeah, but Embiid yeah, is like, too good. I agree. I agree. Embiid is uh, too good. I agree. I'm just picking at your brains because I would do the same thing. I would trade Ben Simmons. <laughs> I would do the same thing. I'm just making the argument for the other side because I know what? there's people who oh, think the other. Are you being a devil's advocate? Right. So the reason, is so it's Ben Simmons also is a is a ball handler, mm -hmm. and right. like we were talking about, Chris Paul can uh, can catch and shoot. Westbrook could not. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you end up with a situation actually. Westbrook can occasionally make a three. Yeah, Westbrook can shoot better. Like, uh, what was it? Like 20, 25%, 23%? Whatever. I'll look There's it up right now. I got you. Just keep going. <laughs> it's, like, it's under 30%, but he can make it. Ben Simmons? 0 for 4? <laughs> Westbrook. 0 for 4? Westbrook That's bold if you assume that he takes four attempts. Yeah, exactly. Westbrook I'm shoots 25.8% uh, like, from three last year. 25.8? <laughs> okay. So... At least there's a there's a quarter of a chance that Westbrook makes that shot. Ben Simmons, he won't even take it. Uh, actually, last year Ben Simmons shot a better percentage from three. Yeah, but it was just on infinitely three. less attempts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Was it's that? also look at how people defend Ben Simmons from three. Like, what was that? Uh, it's that LeBron video. He's in the paint, like Ben Simmons is is at the three point line. He's not moving. It was seven total Cause... attempts last year. Okay, okay, fine. So he's zero for eleven, zero for fifteen. For and... hold on, hold on, I got you, I got you. I'm I'm, I'm checking the totals right now. Westbrook <laughs> took a total of two hundred and thirteen and shot. Oh my gosh. Oh no! Okay, that's not that's. Not, I was about to say forty-seven percent is not right. That's his regular field goal percentage. <laughs> he shot twenty-five point eight percent on two hundred and thirteen total attempts. Ben Simmons shot. Is he total? So that's about forty this, made. No, this is average. Ben Simmons shot twenty-eight point six percent on seven attempts. So he made two, and Westbrook made fifty-five. Yeah, I'd still take Westbrook over Ben Simmons, even knowing their shooting percentages. Of course, but like, but it's like it's it's that type of thing. It's like Westbrook. At least you can, he can make a shot. Kind of Westbrook can create a shot for other people better. Yeah, that's true. But it's like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't give you that uh, that same ability. That's what makes CP3 work so well because he was a good shooter. And he was a good distributor of the ball versus yeah. uh, Westbrook yep. is a good distributor. And like, I feel like you with Westbrook, there's a little bit more danger there of how you're going to defend him than you have with Ben Simmons. Well, that's the issue. Ben Simmons can do everything Westbrook does. There should be no reason why six foot three Westbrook is better in the paint than six foot ten Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has <laughs> no aggression <laughs> on the offensive that's very, end. That's very true. It's absurd. But it's also, how passive I also think it. I also think in, on that side of that side of the ball, it's more like, oh, there's Al Horford. Oh, there's Joel Embiid. There oh, there's Tobias Harris who can't shoot. There wasn't. So always. like, think no. Tobias huh? Harris can shoot decent. Remember when they brought in Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris was like a forty percent shooter because he was having a career. And out. then he got paid. 
and that's then he facts. got paid. That's facts. <laughs> but for that year, like he could have he could have done more in the paint. Embiid tries to take too many threes already. <laughs> but uh, the 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 point I'm saying is like if he can change his game, if it works. But if like if I had a team with uh if I had if I had to make a team, I pick. What basically won the NBA Finals last year is a good guard or proto guard mm-hmm. and a big and a good center. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you don't get that with. Forward, the, yeah. Hold on, hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on. Yeah, you're talking. And you, you don't really you say get good that. guard. You're talking about like a six nine, two hundred sixty pound. <laughs> LeBron is a guard for all intents and purposes. That's true. Effectively, he's a guard. <laughs> Especially with the Lakers now. He led the league in assists. If we're being honest with the yeah, way he moves, please. AD's a guard, too. <laughs> AD cuts no, like AD's, a guard. AD's a small forward, and then like LeBron is a is like a point, a point guard. guard. Yeah, but you just add like seven inches to the height. <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's such a broken combo. So yeah, that's the reason I was like, I would pick... Uh, I would, I would, I would pick James Harden with Embiid as a better duo than James Harden and uh, Ben Simmons. You guys don't even need. And to it's also, if I'm the Rockets, I would rather have Ben Simmons too. You guys don't even need to justify that to me, to be honest, because Embiid is a That's major. That's what you made us do for the last ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I'm forcing conversation. There's gonna be people who think that way. <laughs> Call me the skip. <laughs> for this episode, I've skipped Bayless. I'm making the other argument just for the shits and giggles. <laughs> but I think Embiid is a great lob threat. Simmons would be a good lob threat too. But like at the end of the day, Embiid can be a dominant scorer, and his paint defense is ridiculous. And Embiid offers more spacing than Simmons. <laughs> as much as it sucks to say that, yeah, he does. So. It it is a better fit, but I, it's it's time, guys. It's time. We just got to transition. It's it's time to talk about Miami. Ooh. Sid, actually, let's hear Victor first, because he we started with him on everything. Him being the hardest yeah. man. So Vic, you you started off, and then I want to hear Sid's thoughts. I think Sid can go first. I I I just saw the notifications. I didn't really like think about anything about like well we just want to ask about what you feel about like harden on the rockets uh, on the heat i mean Uh, on the heat like the fit everything i feel like i honestly feel like i feel like jimmy butler and james harden they wouldn't get along actually that's fair Fair that is really fair if russ is saying he has no accountability i 100 percent see that argument right wait russ actually said that Yes, we talked about it two episodes ago. That was, oh, my, that was uh, why Russ okay. was requesting the trade. Remember, because he was saying how uh, he, he went. He, he's, they were oh, on the losing streak. Okay. No, yeah. I, I meant like accountability of like work ethic wise, not like accountability of like what you did wrong. Oh, oh no, no, no. He said he has oh, no accountability. Yeah. Like, like as okay, far as what no, he's done. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like what went wrong. It's like I I can believe like that works, but it's like for me, biggest thing about James Harden is like. Why? Why the hell are you partying? Well, now we're questioning his worth, his work ethic. And so, no, but it's also you. Uh, there, there was this crazy stat, right? And it was like average level of like Yelp reviews for strip clubs versus James Harden's performance. Oh yeah, and like yeah. literally, the better the strip clubs were in that city, the worse he played. Which, thank God, apparently, 
Toronto has bad strip clubs. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. So yeah, that was like if he's in Miami, he's not. He's he, he's just too. He's having too much fun. But it's also yeah. the perfect city for him. Like, cause everyone argues, like, what if he wants to leave? Why would he leave the city with the best strip clubs in the U.S.? Why would he do that? True. That's how you hyping up your city, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, That's it's Miami. What, what am I gonna hype it up with other than that? People could be like South Beach. You go to South Beach to party. You go to South Beach to do this and this and that. It's all going out. It's all doing shit. It's all ignoring COVID. What Harvard's been? What what? Harden's been doing. Mm-hmm. You, you make a strong argument. <laughs> exactly. Miami. Dude, Florida. <laughs> Florida doesn't give a fuck about COVID. <laughs> You'll fit right in. But yeah, yeah. Sid, I'm going to let you take the reins because the what we're hearing has been that Houston does not want to trade James Harden unless they can get Tyler Hero back. And we yeah. talked about this a little bit. Wait, was it Tyler Hero and Adam uh, Bam? No, 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 no. It was no, no. Tyler Hero. It was Tyler Hero, but I was saying that contract-wise, mm. that doesn't match up, so you'd need to add Bam. I think it's pretty okay. interesting because everyone I've talked to, like a lot of Heat fans, a lot like my of dad them. including, like so many people. My brother. And <laughs> everyone's divided. Everyone is divided. I went on um, Twitter, and there's this like Heat reporter and it had like over 1400 um reporter is a very loose term. It's a heat fan page. <laughs> no, 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 he's legit. He's a reporter for the Heat uh, oh, for, oh, basketball, for the NBA, oh, but so he's a heat fan for the Associated a, Press. A, a different a different okay. account than the Yeah, one his name's Tim Reynolds. Okay. Um mm-hmm. so the guy posted a poll and it got like 1400 responses and he's like, "Okay, would you trade would you trade Tyler Hero in a package for James Harden?" And it was split 50-50. No, it was 51% said It might have no. gotten updated since the last time I saw it. 51% said that they would take Tyler Hero over James Harden. Like, wow. I feel like what they don't... I, I am... And I, I feel like I met up a lot of resistance for this, but I'm for trading James Harden. Again, if we don't give too much, like, obviously that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if Tyler Hero and, like... I, this is an ambitious package. But I'm willing to pay, trade Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, and maybe a pick or two for james Harden, would you do it with two Damn. or three picks like if, probably, if, if it was like a pick or two if it was three we can cut off one pick <laughs> the, 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 if, if they put their foot down and they and they say tyler hero kendrick nunn three first round picks okay i'd have to like uh, i'm not the gm or anything but sure. I, you're pat riley right now. now you you're pat riley you are pat riley <laughs> They approach you. Oh. Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, three first round picks. And a pick swap. Actually, no, two first no, round picks too, and the third I'm one. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Three three first round picks. That's too much. I'd just be like, whoa, calm down. We can negotiate the picks. No, a no, I'm bit. saying I'm saying two first round picks and a, and the third one's a pick swap. Okay. I think I might do it. That's an easy acid. I might. I'll definitely. I'll pull the trigger no, on that one. It's it. If I'm you, and I've been so bullish on the Heat, I take it. Yeah. Because like, for James Harden is a win now move. Tyler Hero is like a play for the future move. That's very true. 
Yeah. Actually, but my concern is that I think losing Crowder was pretty big. I think if we lose Kendrick Nunn oh, yeah, and we lost Derek on? Jones Jr. He's on the Suns, if, bro. But yeah. mind you, you did pick up Maurice Harkless, though. They did. They did. But Harkless yeah. doesn't yeah. doesn't shoot as well. And Avery and Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley kind of makes sense. Avery Bradley's decent. Harkless doesn't shoot as well. He's a good defender, though. Yeah. Like, I'm just looking at our bench, and I'm just like, like, we kind of need, like, Do you zero. need a bench if you have James Harden? Huh? James Harden is worth, like, Harden? five bench players. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm entertaining both sides. At the end of the day, I am pro James Harden on the Miami Heat. I, you no think doubt. the Heat, as constructed, mm-hmm. have a strong chance of making the finals next year? Again. Yes. I think in the East, they have one of the strongest chances. If you think they have a strong chance, then I take James Harden. Yes, that, I think that is a they, very reasonable thing to say. <laughs> I think I do think we have a strong chance. I don't think it was if a you fluke don't think if you it. don't think you if you don't if you think it was just like if you think if it was a fluke or by accident that <laughs> don't do it. But it's like if you legitimately think that like you had a you have a good chance you deserve to be there last. Actually, you did deserve to be there last year. Let, let, let me not <laughs> discount that. You, you guys did deserve to be there last year. But it's like if you think you have a strong chance of making it past the Celtics, the 76ers, Raptors, the Bucks, and the Nets, then do it. And the Nets. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, I did last year they were injured. I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, if you if you can you can make it past all those teams, then do it. Fuck that. James Harden could be the one that makes you get past all those teams if you couldn't, because at the end of the day. Even if they can't get past those teams, you can't say the Heat are so bad that adding the top, arguably five player in the league, would would get them over the hump to make it to the finals. Yeah, I don't know why it's a question. And honestly, Jordan, when I talked with you, like I think this week, how you were like, bro, like Heat fans like hype up Tyler Hero a lot. I love the guy. Oh, but yeah, like, sitting a whole t- t- Twitter talk about it. Yeah, like why is this a question that we're like talking about a dude who's entering his second year? Who's going to be good? Like, I believe that. Mm-hmm. But right now, like, you're, you're talking James Harden. Like you said, top five, like, <laughs> top five player for arguably in the NBA right now. Top three in MVP discussions for, like, five years straight. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, like Jimmy Butler isn't getting any younger. Like, this was a short loss. Oh, and you want to win now, like, you do it now. Like, you, you, you pull the trigger on that trade. I do think... At least if I'm Pat Riley, I hope he's actually engaging in talks and it's, this isn't just all, like, rumors. Mm-hmm. And if Harden comes here, obviously it's with, like, Jimmy Butler's, like, blessing. So I, I don't say, think they'll have any problems. I want to say there's three reasons why you should be against getting Harden. Okay. Number one, I mean, he didn't show up to practice and not, now Russ was saying he's not accountable for his issues. Like, there's, there's genuine issues to be had about him fucking up team chemistry. That, that won't happen in the Miami Heat, bro. Uh, Whiteside? And we kicked him out. We weren't afraid of benching Waiters? Him. Yes, we you, did can, it. you can kick him out. But at the end of the day, there's no way if you pick him up and immediately try and trade him, you're going to get more back for him than Tyler Hero. Yeah, of course not. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think you just, you literally have a call with him and you're like, look, like, I think James Harden's a professional. I just think these antics are happening right now because he's just, it seems like he's frustrated. He just wants out of there. That's clearly, true. like, yeah, he might be part of the toxicity, but the environment clearly didn't help. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm um, saying it's a possibility. I was just saying that also, that's, that's one of the one let, of the reasons why you'd argue against it. Yeah. I also have a I have a quick question here. Mm-hmm. How much do these players respect like history or something? Which players? Because because oh, like James Harden, like Kyrie Irving, like uh, Kevin Durant, like those types of players. Because okay. LeBron, when he came to Miami, he wanted Spolstra, uh, uh, Spolstra mm-hmm. out. Yeah. It was Pat right. Riley. Yeah, he shoved like, him on the way no. to the on the way to the this locker room. This is the huh? Did he uh, yeah. show <laughs> on the way to the locker room? <laughs> I remember something like that, but it was just like um. But it was Pat Riley. Like you're s- Pat Riley has has won rings at every level of the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA. Like if it wasn't for Phil Jackson, uh, Phil Jackson, you would say Pat Riley is. The number one coach in NBA history. Yeah, I see right. Jordan Fingo. That I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to think. I'm trying to think. Popovich. Greg Pop. Yep. Okay, Popovich okay. is a good point, but it's like one <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Because I think Phil Jackson like seems to have like cleared the because he has 11 championships, so it's like it's a little bit hard to compete. But he's won it as an executive, as a coach. Phil also had two of the best duos of all time. Yeah, he won as a player, but like way back in the day. So he's literally won at all three levels. Yeah, Pat Riley has probably the most goaded basketball career. That that Pat Riley evokes. Mm -hmm. That LeBron, arguably one of the best players in the world in history, respected. Yeah. Arguably, not not one of, arguably the best player in history. Because that is the argument that people make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, does, uh, do these players have that same kind of respect? Does James Harden have that same kind of respect? I know Kyrie for sure doesn't. Well, does, there, uh, there's two ways to, there's like, two ways to look at that. Cause LeBron didn't have that level of respect. He didn't want Spolstra and he was, he was treating him some type no. of way. No, he had he didn't have the respect to Spolstra, but he had respect to uh, uh, Pat Riley. You gotta have respect to Pat, Pat Riley. Pat Riley told him, Pat Riley told him Spolster is going to be the coach. I don't think Harden can 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 look at Pat Riley in the face and be like, nah, there's a difference. Because like with LeBron, it was like, so that's the thing. I think Pat Riley is like the, the equalizer in this situation. Whereas right. like anyone else would have gotten rid of Spolstra. And then you just lost who for like the next 10 years is a top three coach in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Top three. Okay. Who's, who. Okay. Mind you, it's not a disrespect to Spolstra. Yes. I, 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 I like it's, the whole time I'm, I'm saying I'm defending him. Like, he's a great coach. Popovich, 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 Spolstra, and then third you place. You can argue Steve Kerr. I'm putting him up there. I think that's top three. Okay. That's okay. my top three. Okay. Yeah. Steve Kerr. I guess I, I, guess I see the argument. I'll take Brad Stevens then. Steve Kerr, Brad Stevens, sure, yeah. Rick Carlisle, that's and Nick Nurse four. all make an argument <laughs> for, for number three for me. <laughs> no, but it's, like, uh, it's not an argument of whether Spolstra is a good or bad coach. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. There. Top three just seems a, like top three just seems a little bit high. Like I want a discussion on that, but like he's up there. I think okay, he's top yeah. three. I think he's he's he's, he's not he's not he's he's on that tier. If we're being honest, I'm putting Spo at number two. <laughs> behind who? Uh, behind uh, Popovich. Popovich. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then, but like, like three, four, five is like. Uh well okay three four five and then the the last spot is kind of the argument I I'd, I'd be like Brad Stevens is up there of course, Steve Kerr I could say is up there, 
until he proves otherwise because he's had a very long history of success but it's like is it just because of the team he had so he's kind of the shaky one why he's like fighting for the fifth spot for me so it's like what brad stevens rick carlisle and um nick nurse <laughs> my guy <laughs> uh, you said you said decades so you got nick nurse i'll give you as a good coach but you said decade that's fair. That's fair. Okay, yeah, no, true, yeah. true, 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 true. Okay, yeah, so he's out of there. I'm, I'm talking about right now. But yeah, no, definitely past decade, then yeah, he's not in that conversation. He's only been active for two years. But yeah. he did win a chip. He's okay, like 50%. but the, the, the point <laughs> I'm trying to make... Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. Whatever. The point I'm trying to make is like, if James Harden comes to Miami, is he going to respect that culture? He has to. Because he have a choice. There's no choice. LeBron, no, LeBron yeah. did. They will sit LeBron his ass did, on and the that's bench. Because, and that's because he had a strong respect for Pat Riley. Like, yeah. I, I think you might be wrong, but because out of deference to your legacy, to your greatness. I feel like if you don't I'll, respect I'll, Pat I'll, Riley. I'll accept it. If you don't respect Pat Riley, you don't deserve a chip. <laughs> that's just not a good look for you. I mean, Kyrie doesn't. Uh, but I'm just saying, like. He's that type of he's that type of generation of player, with a Kyrie James Hart. Like he's that type. They don't need a coach. So do you see that same respect? Do you, do you see that same respect <laughs> with, with James Harden? Because I think, Kyrie I think going so. to the Heat, I don't think works culture wise. I think so. I think so. I think James Harden. I think he will, at this point, realize it's gone a long time and it's not worked out. But I mean that's. That that's all up for debate, right? You say the same thing about Westbrook. Yeah, but Westbrook, at the end of the day, I think is willing to work with the with an organization. It's just that he realized Houston was going in a shitty direction. Mm-hmm. My problem with Westbrook is I think he's calm until he's in game. Yeah, that's perfect. In game, he kind of loses it. That's perfect. No, which is too. like, which is something I admire and love about him, but like. Sometimes yeah, because when because when he's pissed and he's on, Westbrook is one of the most fascinating people to watch ever. Yeah, <laughs> but when he's missing, not necessarily winning, but like it's something. No, even when he's winning, like that's what I'm saying. When he's on and he's winning, like that dude is crazy. It's just like there's times where he just starts missing and he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Where are we at, bro? Oh yeah, Mike asked the question. So the second thing, <laughs> the second thing, do you want to blow up the nucle- the nucleus of the Heat? Because say James Harden, like James Harden's not going to be elite forever. You know, he's older. So yeah, like, you could say like Miami is the type to attract people and keep people. Look at what happened with UD, with D-Wade, with, with uh, Chris Bosh. You know, people like to retire in Miami. So you keep Harden, mm-hmm. you keep Duncan Robinson, you keep Bam, right? Yeah. They're together as a core. You potentially, you have one of the best GMs in the league. Like, arguably the best GM in the league. And one of the best coaches in the league. You could make the argument to be the next Spurs. Where they had that, like, long-term success. It Mm -hmm. did not go away. Because they just maintained several Hall of Famers. But that's... that's And Loki, the only reason it went down is because Kawhi's... Different. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can make that argument, but that is placing very, very high expectations on Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Bam Adebayo. And Bam has pretty much delivered up until this point. I think he has. Yes. Right. 
Tyler. Uh, at least, I'm sorry. This year he has the rookie. Huh? Huh? Wasn't Nunn supposed to be a top rookie this year on the Heat? None was it's like just in the playoffs. Third he fell of the year off. Voting. No, like in the regular season, yes. he was getting playing men. He was getting time, but like in the playoffs, he wasn't getting any playing time. Which for I, some reason, I don't know why. I, I think Kendrick no, because Kendrick Nunn was guard, gone for bro. a while. I don't know why he plays point guard. He was gone for a while, and then he was kind of bummed I mean, when the bubble. Dude, we 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 argued about this. There's a lot of players yeah. who should not who should be shooting guards who aren't. Yeah, but <laughs> um, yeah, Kendrick Nunn could be a good guy could not i personally see him developing a little bit more and then becoming a trade piece but yeah but if if the three that they have and then jimmy and i think jimmy would be like that situation where like david robinson got his chip with the spurs like the first chip and then he was out you know i think it could be like that like he leads into the success of of the new guys and then he gets older and retires mm-hmm. keep in mind you uh, keep in mind a core piece of the heat is goran Dragic, who's i think a little bit older than jimmy butler but yeah you, you also got to think about that you can say that now but at the same time it's like Dragic is there and he's a great mentor for tyler hero and eventually tyler hero will just fill that role true so you you have what could be a long-term powerhouse and that's why people don't want to give up on tyler hero like i i see that argument of it it's just do you want to bet on potential versus a current top five player yeah this exactly. is what i ask mm-hmm. it's like and do you if you think you can win it do it right like i've if said you have any shred of doubt <laughs> i know you it, never know bro all it takes is one injury one problem and then it's over exactly like, that's it all that potential gone and it sounds absurd because obviously you don't want to call it too early and i'm not saying it can happen but there is literally potential for tyler hero and and duncan robinson to be similar to a stephen clay i don't think tyler hero is going to shoot the ball nearly as well as steph or clay but I think Duncan Robinson has the position to fill that clay role to the point where Tyler Hero can seem enough like a Steph. I mean, even if you're a step True. lower, when you have Bam Adebayo, yeah, I'm who's okay definitely way exactly. better I, I, than I, like... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Because Tyler Hero, <laughs> Tyler Hero doesn't need to be Steph. Bogut? Tyler Hero doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to be Steph. He needs to be a good shooter and uh, a good passer. What's your current one? Uh, fucking... Who's your current center? Marquise like, Chris. Oh. No, it isn't. He's not their current center. He's like he is. Either way, Boogie, Chris? Kevon Looney, Looney, yes. Okay, because Looney, it's like Bama's already proven he's better than these guys. So it's just like, and right. he will be better. So what I'm saying is, I think future. I think Duncan probably not on the defensive end, but I think Duncan's shooting could literally get close enough to Stephen Clay that like all Tyler needs to do is be above average from shooting. Above average, above average from three, a good scorer, and a good playmaker. Mm-hmm. And then and with Bam, hopefully a good team. defender. But in the Miami system, he probably will be. Like their development staff is really good. But yeah, I mean, there's 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 that potential, and I see that. So I understand where people are coming from. It's just like, how do you argue? It was like Raptors fans. Raptors fans were pissed that we got rid of Rosen. We walked away with a championship the same fucking year. Dude, I thought it was a good pick for you guys. Exactly. It was. And and let's <laughs> because I didn't no cuz cuz at the time it was just like you guys lo- you guys were the best team. You lost to the Cavs who went to the finals. 
Yes. Like, yes. You guys should have. Yeah. So it's like it's like if for me it was like clear cut. You guys can if if you guys have went against the Celtics instead of the Cavs, mm-hmm. at least that year you would have won. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's fan bias. So yeah. it was like so. It's not even fan bias. It's like when I heard it, I was just like, "Oh fuck, they're they're gonna be really well." What surprised me is like how close the the matchup with Philly was. But it's like, yeah, that was surprising. But it was just like, not but I was really. like, I "Oh, was really you guys are good." Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying from Raptors fan perspective, do you want to give up the all-time leader in scoring in the franchise? The guy who's been loyal to you for the past 10 years when Kawhi's on his last year of his contract. Do you want to throw all that away? And Kawhi did leave. If he didn't get the chip, then it wouldn't have been worth it if he if we didn't win and he left. He did his job. <laughs> Kawhi got it all done. <laughs> he did his job. And that's okay. why you take the risk. Harden, you have two years, and you're a free agent destination. No, but the thing I want to say is it's a little bit... Okay, it's a little bit different because Toronto had been so good for so long. Facts. It was just frustrating that you guys hadn't made it to the finals. Win record, we were second best to Golden State, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, but I was just saying, for like basically half a decade, Mm -hmm. you guys were a top contending team. Yeah. But you just couldn't get over the hump. That's why it was like LeBron. It, it had nothing to do with like, it had nothing to do with you guys being a good or bad team. It's just like you guys could not beat LeBron. Yeah, to I be feel fair, like everyone. Knew no that. one in the East could beat LeBron for like ten years. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knew that. DeRozan said it. But it was like, if we got past LeBron, we're getting the finals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this is where the sense like I right, because you're that level of a team, mm-hmm. if you improve at a shooting guard, yeah. If you if you're be- if you improve with your best player, the only downside could be chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like on paper, talent wise, that's a good that's that uh, like that's that's a good play to do. Like, here's the thing: if you get Harden, do you even play him at shooting guard? Because Harden's a good enough playmaker to play the one. That's a good question. Well, I mean, he's been playing the one before uh, CP3 got there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what ooh. position do you play Harden at? Because it's like, is shooting guard uh, the weakest position? Team. No, shooting guard is probably the most stacked position on Miami. Because what? Yeah, you Tyler play, Hero plays. You, no, no, guard. no. You you play him. You play him. You play him as a point guard because uh, yeah. a lot of the Miami teams are good at uh, catch and shoot. So yeah. Yeah. So if you play, mm-hmm. you play Harden at the one, Duncan Robinson at the two. Can you imagine that shooting combo? <laughs> yes. That's oh crazy. God. No. So here's the thing. It's raining it, threes. Harden. Like Harden is an average percentage wise. Harden's an average. Daryl Morey will get a, a wet dreams just thinking of the heat. But if Harden, if <laughs> I appreciate that comment. If, if Harden, um, oh my gosh, what was I gonna say? If Harden reduces his volume, his percentage will probably go up. I'm I'm assuming because right now he only shoots like league league average. It's just he shoots league average on like the most attempts in the league by far. So, mm-hmm. if Harden, um, like, he'll probably become a better shooter. Him at the one. You have Duncan Robinson at the two. Jimmy at the three. Lockdown defender. Great secondary playmaker. Uh, great, like, at driving to the basket, drawing fouls, all that shit. Pretty much everything except for three-point shooting he's good at. 
and you don't need the three-point shooting because look at your one and two. Who you guys have at the four? Us? Yeah, who's your starter? Is that Mo Harkless or is that Iguodala or is that... Uh, it's definitely that's not a very good Bam. question. Or is it Bam? Because are they, are they starting Myers Leonard? They're probably going to play um, Myers Leonard maybe at center if you're talking like regular Ooh. season. Playoffs, I don't know. That's all Spo. I don't, I don't oh, know. No. Yeah, playoffs, you Kelly better Olenek, not start Kelly Myers Olenek? Leonard. Kelly Olinick. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a yeah, too. That's true. Olinick is – he's not great, but he's a decent shooter. For he me. can stretch the floor. He's a good shooter. And you never know if you want – if. Maybe during training camp or as the year progresses and stuff, you'd start to see who we drafted, like Precious. If he starts to like perform decently, then we I might like put Precious. him as starter. From what I've seen on social media and stuff, I like Precious. Precious seems like one, the perfect guy to fit heat culture. Yeah, one bold statement that, again, like Haslam made, which is so obviously a little biased. Uh, he said that um, Precious had a much better offensive uh, workout and stuff with him than Bam did as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because Bam sucked on the oh. offensive end. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, I'm isn't Bam saying. good for defense? But, he um... said the defense is like similar, but the offense is like a lot better. So, well, that's good. That's what you need. You just need someone to like relieve some defensive pressure as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you guys, you guys have a solid lineup, and then off the bench, you have Tyler Hero and Goran Dragic. That is a better. Yeah, that is about, better than some people. Oh, yeah, we're talking about for, a Harden like. We're, we're we're talking about giving it up for Harden. Oh yeah, it might be, it might be. So you wouldn't have Tyler. Hero. You wouldn't have Tyler Hero. You wouldn't have Kendrick. Just Jones. know if Pat right. I, I think this is like near impossible. Mm-hmm. But if somehow, some way, we live in the universe where Pat Riley keeps Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo, and so you'd rather you'd rather Harden lose Duncan Robinson. Team, yeah, because next year he's going to demand a lot of money too. Okay. I okay. think you just. I think Tyler Hero is the more complete player out of the two. That's fair. That's definitely fair. Um, but somehow, some way, that slim chance, something like that, like miraculously happens. Um, you just like right while he's the GM, you just start the talks of like putting a statue and stuff in front of the American Airlines Arena. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt. <laughs> well, I I doubt that's gonna happen. So I'm 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 gonna assume that Tyler Hero is not there. Even then, yeah. <laughs> your bench is like what Goran Dragic, and then okay, you won't have that much of a bench. But you have Goran Dragic, and you have Andre Iguodala. <laughs> uh, we oh, got man. Avery Bradley. Oh yeah, and Avery, Avery Bradley, Bradley. guys. Uh, yeah, Chris put Dunn. Kelly as a starter, right? Chris Dunn. Oh my. No, Chris Dunn's on the on the fucking. Yeah, no. What team is he on? I just want we... blank, and I said it earlier. He's on Philly. No. It'll be interesting. We picked no. up like two or three guys from the G League that we were ha- we had like a what two way contract with last year, and I think we picked them up on our roster this year. Shit. Um, fate of the I don't universe know. on the line. You guys yeah. still have Andre <laughs> Iguodala. <laughs> The Martians pointing like a beam at the us Martians or whatever. Pointing like, the death beam at Earth. <laughs> Make the shot. Oh, Max Kellerman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, conclude. I I just think I I miss Jay Crowder. I wish we'd kept him. So is this is this unanimous between all of us? The best team for Harden to go to is the Heat, and the the way that it works out the best would be the Heat. Like that's the team that would end up working out and being a contender. Over the yeah. reminder, the I'd Bucks, like so. Philly, Pretender or best Nets. fit, Bucks, Philly, and Nets, both. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. I think we're a contender if we get hard. I still think Both. we're a contender. Maybe a contender. No, 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 no. No, because a contender... Are you saying he'd fit better in Philly, but like would be a, a, a contender in Miami? He's a contender in whatever team, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so Miami's the best one, right? Best fit. And contender. Yeah. Any team that he's on is a contender. Let's be realistic. Especially like, like thinking of who you can trade with. Yeah, I think Miami would be... Mm-hmm. God damn it. You know, I thought okay. Sid was here. I could trash on Miami, but like... No, go for it. This was... Look at me saying in front of you. I, I guess... Yeah. All right, I guess it's, it's Miami. We're going on an hour and a half. This is probably our longest episode ever. But it was probably one of the best. I think we had a lot of good content this episode. Yeah. Right. Y'all heard I don't have an 8 a.m. in the morning. You're like, all right, let's keep it up. Right? <laughs> like, we started all the way into... It's midnight right now, guys. <laughs> so, Sid, thanks for coming back. Always a pleasure. Vic, yes, sir. you were a... It was an honor to have you as our first guest. Thank you. You Thank fit you. great with us. It was an honor to be here. Thank yes. you. And Mike... I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, Everyone else got something. Like, All right, see you. You know I love you, Mike. I, I, I love running this podcast with you every week. Guys, we'll see you next week. New see episodes you. dropping every Friday. Be sure to follow us on on Instagram and Twitter at Off the Screen Pod. And actually, next week we'll probably end up dropping our episode a little late because we want to probably record it on Friday after we get some proper. NBA regular season games. But we'll see you guys next week and later. Bye. Later. Bye.